Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast, where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for I'm Marlon, the Modern Waiter. And I'm with Danny. What's up, everybody? How we doing today? On today's podcast... We're going to read some random reviews. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> so, as you know, restaurant reviews are ubiquitous right now. Yeah. They're they're the go-to for some people to they can I, they can make or break you. They can. They they really can. If you get a string of bad reviews, then you're on the ropes. Yeah. It's pretty scary stuff. Yes, but <laughs> so many people uh, they 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 use reviews carelessly. You know, so today's podcast we want to read some reviews and review the reviews. We want to teach you how to review. Yeah. So we're in the random of it all. I came across this is from Yelp. And they're reviewing a restaurant called Kush in Miami. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No, it just sounds like some good uh, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It's categories, burgers, American, and gastropub. Okay. So a burger place called Kush, really? What do you know? (laughs) Uh, It was random. So reading random reviews. And uh, so let's start with the first one. I, I have three reviews okay. just, just as an overall uh, thing. One good, one not so good, and one's middle of the road. All right. So let's start with the middle of the road. All right. Okay. Let's find that one. And okay. Middle of the road. All right. That's weird. I've passed this place thousands of times and finally made it in when in the area. From outside, it's certainly not inviting, but once you make your way in, it's cute, cozy, and non-pretentious. We went for lunch, and it's pretty full inside. There are a few tables outside, but they were taken up also. I ordered a Diet Coke, and it was $1.50 for an 8-ounce bottle. My friend ordered a Founders Porter for $8. He enjoyed his beer and said it tastes like Guinness with a hint of sweetness. Five out of five, Florida Gator, $13, was done fresh. Usually, you'll find pre-battered and par-fried alligator from restaurant supply houses, and it's so tough and unpleasant. Theirs was done great, light batter, deep-fried, and the sauces that accompanied this dish were creamy garlic and spicy mayo. Oh, I guess he's rating each each part of it. So, okay. So let's, let's, let's start with that then. Okay. Okay. So... My question is, is he asking, is he telling us that the gator was made in-house or? Yeah, he said it was done fresh. Florida gator, $13, was done fresh. I've and, never had gator that wasn't done fresh. Um. Well, he goes on to say, usually you'll find pre-battered and par-fried alligator from restaurant supply houses. Why would he know that? 
that okay. that's a little suspect. That is a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sounds like somebody from Kush wrote that. Yeah, I mean, I've never. <laughs> but okay, all right. So let's go to the next part of it. One out of five, Johnny Utah Burger, fifteen dollars, was voted best burger in Miami according to their menu. So although the server pushed that her favorite, the frita, which was another top voted burger in the USA, I wanted my burger without guava jelly. Burger with guava jelly. Okay, I mean, well, mm. sometimes there's places that sometimes you gotta listen to the chef. You know, maybe their maybe their taste maybe it works well. I mean, I haven't had it yet, so I can't call it true. Um, I, I mean, I can't see how jelly works on a thing, but I have had like a brie burger that had like like a fig jam on it. So I'm guessing maybe it's the same kind of idea. I don't want sweet on my burger. I don't either, and I didn't like that burger. It wasn't that good. <laughs> but I'm just like, but I can see the idea of where they're coming from. But I didn't enjoy it either. Gotcha. Let's see here. Uh, the Johnny Utah burger is topped with hot pastrami, Loki sauce, diced tomatoes, onions, and cheddar cheese. I asked for it medium rare, but it came medium. My friend ordered his medium with sweet potato fries, and it came out well done. If it wasn't for the overdone meat, it would have been enjoyable. And I would have happily paid the sixty dollars tab. Back the burger. Did he not pay the sixty dollars tab, or he didn't do it happily? I mean, he should have sent back that burger if it didn't come out the right way. I, I mean, mean, it's it, a burger place. Yeah, just say, hey, I wanted this uh, medium. Uh, it's I mean, I can understand well not done. paying. You know, if you weren't if you weren't happy with the with the burger, but if you if you just eat it and you don't say anything, then and and then run and write a, a review. Write a review, yeah. There's, there should be at least if you would have said, hey, well, I, I informed our server, blah, blah, blah. They gave me an attitude or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then I would understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you don't say anything, then how is anybody going to know? True. I mean, he might the, the guy in the kitchen, might you might have just grabbed, they might have grabbed the wrong burger. It could have been a multi, multitude of different things. Now, medium rare to a medium is not that big of a deal, especially when you're dealing with a burger. You're and it could be subjective. Yeah, it's exactly. That's somebody's point of view. Um, I mean, obviously, we're reading re- reading reviews, so it's somebody's point of view regardless. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, I could totally understand the medium to a well-done. There is no middle ground there. Well-done burger is a well-done burger. True. Um, and I would have definitely sent that back. Uh, okay. So, from start to finish... He had he enjoyed the appetizer. Five out of five. Didn't really like the burgers. One out of five. So what is he at a three out of five now at the place? Uh, we'll find out. This is a long review. Oh, okay. Let's get back <laughs> into it. If you look closely at my burger, one side of it was cooked way more than the other. When they realized it was already overdone, they flipped it and for a few seconds and served it to and served it to save the temperature. With a focus on burgers and their claims to fame, why they overcooked our burgers is completely unacceptable. They were not slow at all, so whoever's behind the grill has to have some type of experience, yet they have the JV team handling the cooking. Three out of five service was actually good, 
but not really. The girls were really nice and pleasant, but after we received our burgers, no one stopped by checking to see how our food was. You can be busy, but a little extra customer service to see how your patron's food was, was would go a very long way. There was a girl in training to take our orders and to push appetizers. The seasoned server should have taught her to follow up on tables after the food had been dropped off. We were hungry and we didn't have time to send our food back. I definitely would have come would have come. We were hungry and I didn't have time to send our food or I definitely would have a complete letdown for two overcooked burgers. A $60 food tab plus tip is a lot of money to pay for poorly executed food that could have come, could have been complete, a completely different story. Okay, so you saying they didn't have time or... That's a supposition, really. I mean, why would you go to a place where you don't have time to eat? Um, is that what he's saying? Focus on claim to fame. Unacceptable. I understand her not coming back, and yes, and I probably would have ate the burger too at that point. Because if after a few minutes, if you haven't checked on me, I probably would have ate the burger and not came back and and not came back to the place. Yeah. Okay. Um. This person actually sounds like an educated diner. Somewhat. You know, for the most part. I mean, he he blends into the educated part going a bit true ab- true true above and beyond actually with the gator <laughs> <laughs> but um like you said it's, it's a good middle review i mean he didn't crush the place but it wasn't good either it wasn't it's not a good review he gave it a three out of five yeah so i think the overall rating is is fair for his experience absolutely some people would have crushed him with a one you know, been blazing. He did attempt to be somewhat objective. Mm-hmm. It could have been uh, when he talked about the burger and said that um, they ended up eating it overcooked. Your initial reaction was was the same as mine. Why don't you send it back? No one checked on him. Yeah. So it's actually a helpful review. I could paint the picture of it. I'm, I'm supposing it's uh, a little busy. Is a, a trainee, um, probably didn't execute very well as far as, you know, the steps of service. But that's not her fault. She's a trainee. No, no, no. That, that's a failure of the establishment. Absolutely. But just not, like, not just the Just like the person said, the, the, season, the season server should have came on checked, on, checked on them regardless. If you have a trainee, that means you have time true, true. to check on your table. True, true. You should never let them go down in flames. And that's exactly what it sounds like. You start off strong. And you, and you probably had a good feedback when you had the gator. They probably were loving it. And when you dropped the burger, you just kind of disappeared. Yeah. That sounds like, like exactly what happened. You weren't expecting anything to go wrong because you were already in the green light. So as servers, now I'm talking to the server and not the guest, you should have definitely checked back, okay? Because you could have had a five-star. You could have had a straight five I think if you would have went back to the table, fixed the burger in a timely manner, and it came out the right way, he would have gave you five across the board because you were attentive as a person. Oh, yeah. He one check back could have, could have saved, saved, saved this whole thing. Yeah. So let's review the review. Uh, what do you think of it? I mean, it started out with the uh, 
a dollar fifty for uh, for an eight ounce bottle of Diet Coke. You're selling bottles of Coke. That's I mean, that's crazy. pretty. Well, I mean, no, well, it depends on where you're at. I mean, obviously, it's South Beach, and people and there are a lot of the international people like to open their own sodas. I found that they I ask people ask me in my restaurant for canned sodas all the time, which I find very strange. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. What's a soda go for? I don't know. Uh, I have no clue. Um, a regular. Well, I guess. A regular soda is going to go for like three or four dollars that you can get refills on. No, I mean a, a bottle or can. Oh, um, in the store. All right, so at like Walgreens, you're going to pay a dollar fifty for a sixteen ounce. Okay, you know, for a regular soda, like in a bottle. So, a buck, so, buck 50 so, is so, so a buck fifty is about normal. Yeah, I mean, okay. half the size, but you're in a restaurant. I can see that being normal. Yeah, I mean, that's not outrageous. I didn't think so. I, I was getting a gauge of. Uh, what the what the price range was? Yeah, because if you add ice to that, that's gonna be that's a sixteen ounce cup of ice. Okay, okay, because you add ice to anything is gonna give you double the size. Like you know, it's gonna be the glass of ice is gonna add. So you put half it's half a cup of soda. You add ice, it's a full cup. Okay, so to, in their mind, they're selling one glass of soda for a dollar fifty. When you think about it, and the Gator was good, thirteen dollars. Yeah, that's about normal. All right. And the Johnny and, Utah burger was fifteen. I mean, burgers are expensive lately. I find I find that's a pretty average price for a burger. You go to Burger Fi or any of those burger places now, you're paying, and they're not even a sit down restaurant. You're going to pay eight, nine bucks for a burger. Yeah. So at McDonald's, you're paying six bucks for a burger now. I'm not going to McDonald's. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. in general. You know what I mean? I mean, at a fast food place, you're paying. Unless you're getting the the dollar meal, you're mm-hmm. paying you know three to seven bucks for a burger at any kind of fast food place. Yeah, and then so you're gonna pay like nine to ten bucks for a burger in most places. So I can see a fifteen dollar burger, especially in. I mean, I'm not. I'm guessing it's in South Beach. If it's in Miami Beach, uh, I don't have the address, but it just says Miami. Okay, we could we could look it up. Uh, North Miami Avenue. To- Two zero zero three North Miami Avenue. Maybe that might be. That might just be Miami. But either way, either um, way, I think it was a solid review. It was no, fair. It was a which fair is review. what you need. Yeah, you, you know, I definitely enjoy fair reviews. Yeah, you yeah. know, and you could definitely sniff them out when the person's. You know, that's why I'm kind of glad we started with the middle of the ground one. I mean, I usually find that they're going to be a little more. The people are going to be a little more honest mm-hmm. with themselves and with with the consumers. Yeah, he 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 gave us things with. Um, that we can use. Yeah. Price range, gave us the atmosphere, yeah. what the service was, things like that. And, and folks, keep that up. Uh, it, it's, it's really, if you're going to write a review, be as objective as you can regardless of the, the outcome of your experience. Absolutely. Your experience. Because sometimes you get emotional and you write a review based on your emotions. Yeah. Sometimes you need to just take a step back, maybe write the review a day later. True. Um, That's good advice. Because if you're doing it in the motion, you might just be, it might just all come out the wrong way. It could just Agreed. be, you know, I mean, you could be, if you're at the table and you're writing the review, you're already mad. <laughs> <laughs> so you're crushing this person without giving them a chance to settle, you know, fix the situation or anything like that. Agreed. Um, all right. So let's go to the the bad review. I think we should end on the good review. All right. That'll work. Bad review. This one's a two out of three. And these are all topical. These are 
the bad reviews uh, just earlier this month. We're taping at the end, towards the end of. We're July. talking about the same place, right? Same place. They're okay. all the same place. I, I wanted to choose the same place to just give uh, a broad stroke. What if you know? Yeah, absolutely. Instead of having like three from different mm-hmm. places. So again, Kush. Let's see what we have on the bad review. Usually, this place is good. Oh wait, what? Did I not? Did I read that one? No. Okay. Usually, this place is good, not great. Good. After my recent experience there, though, I don't think I'll be going back. There are way too many excellent burger joints in this area to be treated like we were the other night. My friends and I had arranged to meet at Cush, knowing full well the dining room is small and there is a small wait. There's often a wait. When we arrived, two of the four of us we were shown a table of four. Oh, wait. Your whole party isn't here? You'll have to wait. The truth is, the rest of our party was outside parking. No dice. If we wanted a table of four, all four of us need to be present and accounted for. As we waited outside for our friends to park, pay right, so for their parking. Let's stop right there, though. I'm okay. I agree with the restaurant. I mean, I don't know which way they're about to go with this, but you should all be there. I mean... I understand the place is small. At a bigger place, maybe you'd be sent to the bar while you wait for your party and grab a drink. Mm-hmm. But sitting in complete parties, especially in Miami, okay, you're there's people, and this probably happens to them all the time, that tell you their friends are parking, and they're 45 minutes away. Yeah. Okay, so you're holding a table for somebody that isn't anywhere in the vicinity. That Yeah, that's not a legitimate gripe. If you are... An incomplete party. It's in the best interest of the restaurant as a business to seat everyone. That way you are ready to basically dine, spend money. Exactly. Instead of having a, a, a longer than usual. And there are places, if, like you mentioned, that has a bar. You sit at the bar. You patronize the bar. It maximizes their, their, their sales. Mm-hmm. Instead of having their real estate taken up by people who are in wait, there's a waiting room. Absolutely. So, I will go from there. Okay. As we waited outside for our friends to park, pay their parking, and then walk a half a block to the restaurant, a party of two passed us and was given this table set for four, we were denied. Because we weren't all there. Moments after these two, those two dudes sat down at the table that was supposed to be ours, we were told 30 to 40 minute wait for our table. No thanks, Kush. Not cool, Kush. We won't be back, Kush. So, because it's a first come first serve restaurant and you didn't have your full party, you gave them a two out of five stars. That's the end of, that's the, end of the review? That's the end of the review, yeah. yeah so they yeah. came, they parked. You shouldn't even. You should have been waiting for your friends to park the whole time. Yeah, it, this 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 is an example of an emotional response. Absolutely. They they are they started out giving us uh, some information. Small dining room. I could I can imagine that. Um, and that's that's about it. That's all they gave us. Basically, we have a mini rant here. Yeah. With the two stars, and I would not trust that. For me, 
yeah, I might have been a little disappointed, a little, you know, peeved. But I, if, if you're in line for something, you step out of line. You lose your place. You lose your place. If and then you if five at, people file in right after me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you're at Target or you're at Best Buy or you're the post office. Anywhere, exactly. And your stuff's not ready, they're calling the next person. Yeah. Okay. Let's use the post office for example. Absolutely. I'm not ready. I'm not complete. I don't have my address card filled out and everything. And I go up, but I'm I'm next technically. They're gonna say step to the side, start filling it out, out when you're ready. And no matter how many people come come by, I can't bitch when I have to wait for my, for my turn. Now the good thing about the post office, I do know this: after all your stuff is filled out. If you've already in line, they'll take you right away. They were next in line. It just happened to be 30, exactly. 30 minutes. No, you're absolutely correct. They, they weren't they, penalized. They, they will take you the next person right after that person. That, and, and, and that's what the restaurant didn't do anything wrong. No. Okay. It, when your party came in, you were just upset because it was it was by chance that those people came and took your table. Okay. That is what happened. Let's be honest. It happens. It happens. Lots of places don't seat incomplete parties. Absolutely. I've been I've been a party of four and three of us were there. Some of my favorite restaurants don't complete incomplete parties. Okay. I'll be on my way there calling, say, Hey, I'm like two minutes <laughs> out, just grab the table, put yourself on the wait. And they'll be like, Oh, we're on the wait, but we can't be set until you're there. I was like, Okay. But they're on the wait. Yeah. And I can find and I can deal with that. So, a bad review and a bad, and you get one star for this terrible review. Yeah, let's uh, let's use homeboy's name, Brian Q. <laughs> that even sounds like a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to the good review. All right, let's do this. This review is the full bang a bang, five out of five stars. Great food, great service, fantastic folks. Very knowledgeable about beer selection. Everything on the menu is great, including vegan options. Psst. Don't forget to ask about the off-menu items. Intimate setting, unique seating arrangement. Next door is the Botanica room with craft beer for any time or while you wait. Kush has one of the best craft beer selections around. Ask my boy Kairos at the bar. All right, so let's. All right, so we're gonna. I'm gonna stop here for a second because we're gonna go back to that that review we just went to. If they had a bar, okay, and a botanical garden, and all these other things next door, why didn't you go grab a beer, have a drink, and then sit down? Because you're already butthurt. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to the good review now. <laughs> His recommendations are always on point. Chicken and waffles are a must. Hobo frito pie and chicken skins are usually first for me. Highly recommend recommended local true Miami spot. Okay, that's a whole that's a whole review. Drops the mic. All right, so there's no burgers in that review though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chicken and waffles sounds delicious. Um, all right, so it's a good review. It's it's a simple. It's to the point. It's it's short and it's sweet. It sounds like the person's been there multiple times. Yes. He has he has a feel for the place. From the other two reviews, it already lets me know that it is a small place, okay. you know, with the intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Cause 
you know, most people most people are going to read the good reviews first because that's usually what pops up first when you open a review. I, I read the bad reviews first. I understand. But, I mean, as, like, when you open a review, it's going to be the good reviews usually on top. And really? Then, yeah, and then and then they fill, and then they then you have to kind of find the bad reviews. Uh, I, I mean, unless it's unless it's unless it's latest to newest, like like the last yeah, review yeah. is okay. I I scroll through because I want to know what the BS is all about in a bad review, and if it's emotional, I just I discard it. So if you're gonna write a bad review, you need to back it up with some objectivity. Absolutely, like like the the middle ground review I thought was excellent. The first one. The first one was excellent. It was it it had good points and bad points. It it talked about price points, like you said. It talked about you know atmosphere. It talked about all of that. So it wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. It it I mean the we and we even came to the conclusion that all that really needed to happen was a two bite two minute check on the table and everything could have been fixed, which is normal serving. Okay. Yeah. So that was just a server dropping the ball at the end. The bad review was people themselves all caught up in their feelings. And the guru is a guy who just came in there and he likes the place, enjoys the food and enjoys the atmosphere. And I really, you know, I, I understand where he's coming from. That's why it was short and sweet. It was, it was short and sweet, not very informative. So I didn't pick it because it was a good review as we are reviewing the review. It was a five-star review, put yeah. it that way. But as far as the the actual review, it gave, you know, chicken and waffles or a must, hobo pie. It doesn't say what they're like. It doesn't describe it much. But, uh, you know, you read all three. You read a good cross-section. Would you go to Kush? Yeah, I would probably check it out. Um, I mean, I don't know if I would order the same things as everybody else. I mean, I would... It sounds like they have a nice atmosphere. If I don't drink beer, but for somebody, for the people that out there that love those craft beers, it sounds like a spot that definitely is a you know go check it out. It's small, it's intimate. I would try. I would probably look on the TripAdvisor or whatever and see what the peak hours are and not go then, <laughs> because obviously you know it's a smaller place. Mm-hmm. So don't go on the peak hours. Go when it's less crowded, where you can kind of have more fun and and get that hipster kind of feeling that it sounds like it's having to me yeah um and i think you would enjoy yourself um i like it i mean i i i would try it i'm not saying i would go out my way to go there but if i'm in the area yeah why not yeah i would not drive down to miami just to go there not even close but if I were there at mm, it sounds like a lunch spot to me yeah or or an early dinner spot Mm -hmm. Maybe not even dinner, like a late lunch spot. Grab some burgers and some beer. Yeah. Not that big on beer, but I've been known to put a couple beers back, especially the craft beer. Well, you do like those porters. I do like the porters. (laughs) Kind of like a sweet Guinness. Yeah. (laughs) You call him a name. (laughs) Yeah, so our goal, we're going to do reviews often. Yeah, maybe not a whole show on reviews, but we're going to put it into uh, the podcast and talk about reviews and review the reviews and, uh, you know, choose another random place and see what they got for us. Awesome. Well, I think that was a great show. I, I'm, I'm ex- I enjoyed it. I'm excited. This is uh, this is another episode of The Modern Waiter. This is Marlon Joseph. 
I'm Danny Davila. And we will see you next time. You guys have a great one. Drop hot shit for them homie. Spit the hotness. Smash on the phony. Word to my mother. Us two like brothers. G'd up with beats and melodies, motherfucker. In your whole world.